Welcome to the WannaMakeABet.com podcast. I'm Jack. I'm here with Cello. And we're going to talk about some football. Every dumb Jet fan was calling in saying, We're going to blow out New England. We can't just beat them. We're going to make a statement. And then we're going to move on to Chicago. And we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Cello. Jackie boy, what's happening, brother? Happy Thanksgiving. It was good to spend some time with you over this holiday. Yeah, it was. It was fun all being together yesterday, even though it was a massacre in the uh, in my in my leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of betters got massacred also across. Uh, well, we're going to talk through all that. But man, there was some there was some bad beats uh, on Thanksgiving yes. Day. That happened, yes. to me, that happened to me with Dallas. And then there was some very, uh, you know, these teams going for two uh, messed up two of my bets yesterday. Yeah, they screw um, with the numbers when that happens. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's take it top to bottom. Um, starting on how was your bird, Jack? Did you get a did you get a nice moist bird on Thanksgiving? Was the the turkey come out good or how did it come out? Well, it came out incredible. We basically we bought a um, we cooked a lot of the food and then we brought some of it to my parents. But basically, Anna bought a turkey breast. Okay, just the breast. Just the breast. Yeah. And uh, we looked up a recipe and we did a lot of like, like an herbs based seasoning. That was really easy. Yeah. I brought some stuff from the garden. I brought my own rosemary, my own lemon thyme, both from my garden, Beautiful. Um, seasoned it up. And uh, the funny part was we got on the New Jersey, we, we got on the, we got on the garden state parkway to leave. Yeah. And 10 miles down the parkway, Anna looked at me and said, I forgot the Turkey. <laughs> we got That's off. Great. Turned Huey. around. I called my Huey. dad out. I was like, "Hey, dad, we're gonna be uh, a slight, slight, slight delay, slight problem. We forgot the turkey." Um, You're such an ass, Eric. So, but you know that 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 cost us a half hour. So uh, it was it was still all great good. though. Good for you. Spent the whole day with my parents, and it was a small, small, smaller Thanksgiving for us, but it was beautiful. Yeah, as long as you're with family, you get to watch football, you get to eat, you feel you know, maybe you take that quick nap on the couch after. Yeah, I didn't squeeze yeah. that in. We we played some pickleball. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you played pickleball. That's at, cool. At my, at my parents' court, that was fun. And where? Wait, kicked, where were you guys? Were you at Allegra's? You kicked your dad's ass. I heard. <laughs> yeah, I only threw that in. He's, <laughs> he's uh, not 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 fit to be out there. <laughs> no, we hosted actually. So it was us and my sister's family, and um, all the kids were back. You had uh, boyfriends and girlfriends here. It's funny, right. you know. You look over your nephew all of a sudden that you know from this big is sipping a tequila. <laughs> 21 <laughs> trust the kids me. are older i know believe me i went to my niece's yeah. wedding last they're, month they're young adults yeah that's what they are it's amazing well uh anyway let me great. just tell you one let me tell you one funny not to jump the shark but because you mentioned it the uh, bad beat in the dallas game yeah so i took the giants in the podcast and i believed that it would be real close and then i looked at the injury report in the morning and when i went on megabucks i took dallas and not to jump the shark, but everyone who watched the game certainly understands. Like, late in the game, Dallas had what seemed to be an unsurmountable lead and the ball inside the 10-yard line. And I got up. There was a minute and a half left in the game, and I got up, and I, I went to the kitchen, and I started washing dishes and loading the dishwasher. And I, I just assumed that that game was in the bag. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, I came out to see the Giants 
somehow down the field. Somehow the score hadn't changed. I was like, we had to get a field goal there at least, right? Turns yeah. out the guy missed a chip shot field goal indoors at home. How the well, hell did he miss that? It was 47 yards. I looked it up because okay. I was also, I was also, um, I had, I, I got into the car and sim similarly, I thought it was in the bag. Yeah. And I was like, everyone was like, well, we have to leave right now. And I was like, the, you know, I'm the only one watching football who cares about it, basically. And yeah, me too. No one cared about the game other than me and Michael, obviously. Yeah. And it was we'll essentially over. Dallas. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just check it on my phone. And I never. And then by the time I looked, like, you know, 15 minutes later, I was in disbelief. Then they got that 15 yard, that personal foul. They brought it down. I'm like, oh my God, they have to stop this play. And all of a sudden they run it on the left side and they, they backdoor covered me. And I, I don't know what I said. I don't remember, but I know that my wife yelled at me <laughs> in front of everyone. Really? Yeah. I don't know how inappropriate it was. I was three bourbons in and I had, I had gone from what I thought was 16,500 units in my account to mm -hmm. a loss. Oh my God. And I, so you didn't have, you only had giants on the podcast. You actually bet Dallas. That's correct because I saw the injury report. They were missing four offensive linemen, yeah. and I didn't. And Wandell, his knee—I knew his knee was gone. But like, I was like, when I saw that injury report that morning, I'm like, I have to bet Dallas. I mean, they're going to cover this game. Mm -hmm. And we played Turkey Bowl that day with we had eight on eight on the turf. It was freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. Most beautiful weather, no wind, mm -hmm. sunny. I mean, I had five touchdown passes. No oh, wow. picks. I mean, I was in fire. Mm -hmm. I was on fire. Threw the ball beautifully, especially the last drive, and uh, and we won the game. And during the course of the game, I was talking to Giant fans, and they're like, "We're going to get killed today." And then, you know, see by, the by the way, they if you, if you look at the whole arc of the game, it's not surprising that they covered because yeah, well they, the they won half, the game early. I, right? As a, I, I had Dallas in the first yeah. watching the first half, I, I I chalked it up as a loss. Oh, yeah, we thought it was over, but they yeah. came out so hot in the second half. I know. You even texted me, Giants are going to cover. And I was like, yeah. You know. And then I saw, ah, not so it, fast. It was a, it was, a, it was an unbelievable thing. I'll tell you, that's that's the one thing about this NFL league, man. And that's why we always say, thank God it's not real money. I mean, imagine you had $1,000 on that game. Oh. You went up to load your dishwasher and you came back and you were down 1100 <laughs> What? The? I mean, you might, God knows what you might do, you know? Yeah. What were your, uh, I don't know, what were your, your, your main takeaways from that game? Well, I mean, I was disappointed that Dallas defense couldn't hold at the end. I mean, have some pride, but you know how they play that prevent shit. They didn't, care. they knew, they knew they couldn't, it didn't matter to them, you know, and yeah. it was a meaningless drive. Like I always say like for fantasy football and for backdoor covers, yeah. that's why people never turn the game off. You yeah. Know? And that's also why I wrote in my analysis is I, I hate lane 10. It's a uh, lot because it's just a lot. It's just I know. A lot. in division games. And that's why I took the Giants because I was like, this is a division game. And it reminded me a little bit, not not 100 percent, but it was almost a primetime game of that Washington Eagle game where they were getting 10. It's a it's a division game. They know each other so well. Yeah. And sometimes those teams, the inferior teams can hang around in those games yeah. and back and backdoor you. And Especially I think you're right in division games. And also the Giants, look, the Giants have a winning record. So yeah. there's no reason for any kind of quit. They're not, it's not like Houston who like you can, you can argue. Yes. There's a lot of people on that team who have, who've mailed it in for the season. Yeah. Yeah. 
that that's a totally different thing. And the Giants are a winning team. They have a they have a great coach and a new culture. They yeah. they have a, a what I would call a deficient roster. I don't think the Giants roster is overly impressive if you mm. look at it. Yeah. And they have some injuries, a lot of them. So yeah, you know what? You got to give them credit that they fought hard and they like that last touchdown meant a lot to them, even though they knew they couldn't win. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, with these onside kick rule, you basically never get any onside kick. The NFL is a fucking joke that well, they the change this rule us, but, for what do they yeah. call it? Player safety. Yeah. Give me a break. Every yeah. guy's got CTE. They're worried about player safety. So yeah. crazy somewhere else. Um, all right. So that was game two on Thanksgiving Day. Let's let's start with day, game one. It's funny too because in the contest, I, as you as you guys know, I I have, I, I can only pick five. Yeah, and it's hard. I did the newsletter on Thanksgiving morning. I basically put Dallas in on the contest and had strong feelings about both Detroit and Minnesota. Yes, and those were the two that were winners. Um, yeah, so we have, you and I Detroit, both like Detroit. We lo- yeah. we really like the way Detroit's playing. We like them yeah. at home. We had they them on the pod. They're a good team at home, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, they fought hard. They they fought right to the end. I mean, they're so scrappy. They play well. Um, they have good offense. Their defense actually played decent in that game. I, I mean, without Akuda, I pl- think they played better than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because you know Akuda's their best cover, and he was good. And Diggs did not have a great game, regardless. Yeah, and so neither that- did Josh Allen. And that, that kind of – Josh Allen's been off for a month. We've talked about this every time we speak. He yeah. is not – something wrong with Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm well, not sure think, what it is. I think it's a little bit of this elbow thing. Maybe. Uh, but, I, but he throws but I think the ball it's just 60 mainly yards like, in the air. Yeah, but the, I, I kind of – it's mainly just like a mid – like kind of a mid-season little rut. I won't call okay. it a slump, but I think it's fine. And I said this, I think, on the pod three or four weeks ago. I said – if they lose or you play some close it. games uh, the next two or three, it's not the end of the world. Not the worst thing for them. Yeah. You did say it. And then that was that the miracle loss to Minnesota at home, which was yeah. probably the best probably the best game of the year. But, you know, like you said, out-of-conference game doesn't really affect them in the AFC. But, you know, Buffalo's, you know, Miami, we've been talking about Miami. We'll get to them with their game. But, man, I mean, Miami – is in first place in that division. Like yeah. Buffalo now has the wild card. Yeah. And suddenly now the Jets are right there nipping at their, and even though Buffalo's already beaten them, right? Oh no, the Jets beat Buffalo. What am I saying? Well, yeah, Buffalo. they did. They That was a big upset. You're right. It sure was. Wow. But I got to say, I was impressed with Detroit. You and I handicapped that game perfectly. High scoring. We both liked the over. We both liked Detroit to be right there at the end, and they were. I think Dan Campbell, I admire his um, his passion and the way he gets these guys to play. I thought his time management at the end of the game was very bad. Yeah, I agree. He didn't take the time out quick enough. He cost himself almost 25 seconds, I think, on the after that one play, and that was pivotal. Like, mm-hmm. these coaches, like, I don't understand at the end of the game how they aren't standing right next to the referee. And the minute that guy goes down, you call a timeout. What are you waiting for? Right. He didn't know. And also, I got to say, I mean, I played quarterback in in football my my whole life and and whatever. But the point is, the quarterback should get up and call timeout. Yeah. He also should know what the fuck is going on, not just the Uh, coach. 
That's so true. And you you see, you don't see that as much as you used to, where the quarterback right. was very aware of the time. And he was, it, it almost be like back in the day, it was the quarterback who was the most aware. Yes. Now it seems like he's the least. I think the quarterbacks are afraid to step on the coach's toes. Yeah. I don't get it. But or they're not authorized to do it. Yeah. If you're involved in the game and you're the quarter, like you're the coach on the field, you're the goddamn quarterback, for God's sake. If you don't yeah. understand down and distance and time and score, what are you doing out there? Where is your head? Yeah. What else are you thinking about? The girl in the front row? <laughs> I put Jacoby Brissett in that that category, by the way. He's he's rarely aware of how much time. And, I, the, you know, the biggest is like, or when you see uh, a quarterback when it's so, they so clearly should get a playoff, say, before the two-minute warning. Yeah, they don't get it off. And they don't get it off and they're not aware. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, they're not it's aware. a warning. Oh well. Oh. They yeah. they don't they don't understand that they, they're not aware. They're not present. Yeah. Drives me nuts, especially when you have units on them. So Buffalo is uh going to New England this week. That should be a great game. Uh they're holy laying, shit. Is that yeah. really happening? They're laying five. New England um, and loss. Where let's talk about the the nightcap. Speaking of New England. Um Ugh. That was uh, one of my looks. I really wished I would have put that one in instead. Although that did come down to sort of the final uh, possession there. Of course, it came down to the last possession. But the the, the fact of the matter is that, I, first of all, I don't believe that Kirk Cousins had that much success against Belichick. I thought Belichick would take Jefferson out of the game. He did not. No. Jefferson played great in that game. Yeah. He had 11 catches, 100-something yards, and a touchdown. Like, he had a dominant game. Like, Belichick normally will not allowed that to happen i guess maybe he just can't stop that guy or he was off his game or i I don't understand it but you know mac jones played better than i think both of us thought he'd play Mm -hmm. he wasn't the problem yeah how many points did new england score they scored 30 points no i know it was a crazy over the one game a lot of points that's a lot of game i feel like everyone was betting the under of course uh, they were flying over of course they were yeah um, another observation on that uh, takeaway for me was the, uh, I'm just pulling up the stat line on that one, that the, um, the New England special teams were horrible. And, you know, yeah. he, he loves to hang his hat on that special teams because he, and it's like the way that they beat the Jets the, the week before, but they yeah. gave up big returns. And uh, that was like, that was shocking because that's usually an edge for New England. And I looked. The DVOA, they're like top five in the league. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. And their defense every year. Their their defense too was top five and maybe number one. And they got abused. Yeah. You know, it goes to show you that like week to week in the NFL, it's about matchups and spots. Like that for them, that's an out of division game on the road. Minnesota coming off an embarrassing loss at home to Dallas. You said that Minnesota would respond. They certainly did. And yet it still took until the end of the game for them to put New England away. Mm-hmm. Despite them playing, despite them dictating the terms of the game, playing an offensive game that New England doesn't play, that Matt Jones had to make completions that he made. Like you would have thought that if Minnesota was going to win that game, they would have won that game running away. And yet New England, I mean, they really had to fight to put New England away. Oh, yeah. In a high scoring game, which was surprising to me. Matt Jones played great, I thought. He also, did. he had one of his he better did. games. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you could put to rest the uh, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones debate. Don't you think at this point? For sure. For sure. 
Yeah, I think it's like that was, you know, we'll get to that when we talk about the Jets, but uh yeah. Clearly Zach Wilson's not shouldn't, you know, was not ready to be out there, right? But let me ask you like you I mean obviously I mean Minnesota is I think they're 9 and 2. But they don't mm-hmm. like I have such a hard time believing in Minnesota and I don't know what it is. I don't think their defense is particularly good in a tough spot. I don't trust them to get a stop. I certainly don't trust Kirk Cousins in a difficult spot with pressure, with Bosa coming around the edge. I don't trust him. Yeah, I think it's for me, it all goes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago there and, you know, in, ahead of the Dallas game, which is they're not, uh, you know, they don't get respected by Vegas beak and 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 it's and it all goes back to their the way they win yes you know, they never they never win convincingly it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's these close games the point differential is big for you yeah. i get it point differential um, and, and it's also they're they're always either coming back in this game they, they kind of had the lead most of the time but they're kind of like if you look at the rankings they're not a top 10 team i know you know and it's because of their defense I get it. Their defense is not terrific, yeah. but you know, part of me under—that's the way I what I digest it when I watch them play, and the way I feel about them as a team. But when you think about a guy like Parcells, who always said, "You are what your record says you are," you can only beat the teams on your schedule, right? Yeah. Things like that. So, and and in the NFL, a win's a win, baby, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be pretty. You walk out of the stadium with a win—that's a win. So. Minnesota, Minnesota is ranked 22nd, according to DVOA. And that's, that was updated today. On defense, right? No, overall. Oh, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Their defense is actually 23rd. It's so bad for, for a nine and two team. I've never, you would never understand how, maybe they're just a charm team that they just, they, they've just gotten lucky. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. When you look at some of these teams that are above them. Yeah, um, like Green Bay, Detroit, like Detroit is ranked 16th here. Yeah, Detroit scores a lot of points, Jack. They're very good on D, and they have a good—I mean, on offense and they, yeah. especially at home—and they—and they have a—they have a, you know, a pretty feisty defense. Not great. I mean, they have Hutchinson and they have—they uh, have a Cuda. They probably have two All Pros or mm-hmm. or Pro Bowl players, you know, on yeah. their team. But um, but they play hard and they're well coached, you know, and they fight, and yeah. a lot of the. You know, in the NFL, you need heart. Like some of these guys don't give a shit. They they cash their check and they don't care. And I hate quitters. And you and I are in that golf pool, and and, and we say the same thing. He quits right on the weekend if he's out of it. I don't want to have money on that guy. I don't want a quitter. Well, who who do you think is a who's your number one quitter in the NFL? Oh God, there's so many of them. And all these teams. I mean, there's guys that have already cashed in checks. You've already said it on these three and seven teams. Right. Yeah. Like Houston. But then you get a guy like Derek Carr two weeks ago who cried after a loss. And by the way, oh, led his fuck team, Derek Carr led his team the last two weeks to nice wins. I know. Um, all right. Let's jump to uh, Sunday. Um, so you basically you and I basically for, for our podcast plays went two and one on, on Thanksgiving Day. And then that took us into the Sunday card which started with, uh, let's start with Tennessee, Cincinnati. We both had Tennessee. And um, I don't know why I don't trust Cincinnati in that game when they knocked them off last year and knocked them out of the playoffs. I felt like without Jamar Chase and without 
Nixon, Tennessee at home should have been had enough to to win that game, but they here's they sucked. Here's something for you to think about. Does your being a Pittsburgh fan present a bias against other teams in the AFC North? Well, obviously, I hate all those teams, but in this game, the way I handicapped it was. No, but does it make it so that you can't be objective? That's the question. No. Because you went with you went against Cincinnati, and you often do. You often yeah. go against Cleveland, and you took Tampa this week. Yeah, I mean, you have to ask yourself that question. I, I I asked myself that question, and I try and analyze the games as fairly as I can. And you went against on- Baltimore, and you went against Baltimore. You took Jacksonville. Yeah, I like Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville at home with the points. I thought three and a half was too many. And uh, they got lucky enough to win the game, but that's not, you know the Ravens have a problem with holding leads. You know mm-hmm. they they blow leads, and it's un, almost unprecedented. Like yeah. the Ravens should have four more wins than they have. Yeah. So, but that's I different. think with yeah, that but, game, uh, you know, look when 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 you look at that game, I just want to look at the DVOA. Tennessee, on, Cincinnati. On defense, uh, well, Cincinnati's defense is currently ranked. 13th and Tennessee is ranked. Tennessee's really good against the run, and yet they had a hard time against P Ryan, which I was surprised. Yeah, they're ranked, ten- they're actually ranked better. They are, yeah, they're really tough but against it's their the offense. Run. You know, the 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 Tennessee offense is ranked 19th and the Cincinnati's is ranked seventh. And I think yeah, that, but you know, yeah, but Jack, that seventh is Jamar Chase hasn't played in three weeks. Like that seventh, that's because they put up 45 points against, you know, Carolina at home and like you got to no, take it true. They've been, they've been they've been filling in for him well. Like they they've been scoring still. Yeah, Higgins is good and boy, Higgins is very good. He scored the game winning touchdown. He's very he's, he's a very tough cover. Yeah. Higgins is a tough cover, man. And but, so um, is Boyd. I, and so is uh, I forget his the, their tight ends is also very good. Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm just surprised that Tennessee that Tannehill didn't play a better game at home. Like he sucked. Did honestly, he? he was horrible. Yeah, he's got weapons. He's got a key. He's got um the kid with the three last names. He's got the kid Burks, the new kid who's been hot. He made one catch. Trey he Long didn't. Burks, he man. was bad. Tannehill, bad. Mm-hmm. He lost them the game. You think? Yeah, because when you're at home and you're playing a wounded opponent, you have to come out and establish yourself with a passing game. He was not able to do it. Well, he was, he was not good. Th- let's see. He was twenty-two for. Th- well, he had no TDs. Twenty-two for thirty-four and two ninety-one. He had no touchdown passes. He's a quarterback. Yeah. It's a failure. You know what's crazy is that uh, Derrick Henry didn't score. Well, because he fumbled when they stripped him. Remember, he had the 80-yard run, and they yeah. fumbled on the five-yard line when the guy stripped him, and the other guy fell on the ball. He should have had that. Is this possible that they didn't have a touchdown here in this box score? On offense? Yeah. They had a lot of field goals. So weird. I don't think anyone no, scored was, a touchdown was, in that game. It was 20 to 16. They must have had one touchdown. Yeah. They had one touchdown and three field goals, and they lost 20 to 16. Huh. The touchdown was when Henry was running it from 80 yards and he got stripped on the five and fumbled, and the guy, the uh, receiver, fell on the ball. Okay. And got the touchdown. It's weird. They didn't give it to anybody here. They have to give it to that kid. Sheet. They got to give it to number 15. I forget his name. He's got the two last names, the long last name. Oh, Westbrook Akeen? Yes. He had mm-hmm. the touchdown. Okay. But, yeah, you were right about – I mean, listen, we were both wrong about the game. Joe Burrow actually is a, is a great player, man. I, I 
I, I was afraid to take Cincy, but yeah, that was. Uh, I just felt like that was going to come down to the final possession. I think it even did, and that was that was just a coin toss to me. And it's, I mean, the line reflected that, but yeah, we were on yeah. the wrong side. We sure were. And since he is now uh, kind of in the driver's seat in the AFC North, I feel like well, Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Baltimore still, Cleveland and Pittsburgh are. Uh, Baltimore's got problems, and then you got Lamar out there tweeting. Uh, since he you know, said uh, anti-gay shit today, he got caught tweeting some shit. I don't know Who why did? these guys go on Twitter after the game. Nothing good that? can happen from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That? yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're and, both seven uh, and four. You know, okay. he wrote something stupid, but whatever. The, the point is, there's no reason to go on Twitter after a loss. No one's going to yeah. say anything nice about you. What are they going to say? You played great. Yeah. Wow. Imagine me on Twitter. I got banned from Twitter. I was assaulting people on verbally. Come on. <laughs> uh, Miami, 13 and a half, easy cover. Easy. Actually, they got there, but not not, that you know easy. what? Houston came back. It was 30 to nothing. I know. Miami stopped playing. 30 enough in halftime. They never scored again. Miami um, stopped playing. They just said enough. Yeah. That was and Houston, half. yeah, Houston came back. And you know what? Thank God. You know, I think it was 30 to 15, right? Final? Yeah. Yeah, Miami got there. So we both had that. That was it was kind of a like it was a one half of domination and then just let's just play it out and let the clock run out. Like yeah. Houston's so bad. Oh my God. It's funny. You usually don't see that in the NFL. That's more of like a college game type dynamic. Um, I was surprised that that and there were there was a while I was like, I was certain Houston was gonna cover because they just kept scoring. Miami wasn't doing anything except running the ball into the line and punting. Yeah. And uh I mean, I guess they were never nervous, but all the all the all the gamblers were nervous as hell. Sure, they were. <laughs> I think they they, they were within one score of covering with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, they could have, but they fumbled. Yeah, and Miami recovered it. Let me tell you something interesting. I was watching NFL Network. I watch it a lot, and uh, there was a thing when they designed um, Hard Rock Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a twenty degree difference on the visitor side than the home side of the field. Really? Every game. Yeah. So when they designed it, they knew exactly where the sun would be shining from 12 to 4. Mm-hmm. That's where they designed the stadium to put the visiting team. So it could be 95 there, and it's 75 on the other side in the shade. <laughs> and they do that, and they did that on purpose. Is that sick? Wow. I mean, that's think smart. about the way they thought about that. Yeah, that's really smart. And you know what else they do? They wear white every home game and make the other the visiting team wear their dark uniforms. Yeah, to absorb the sunlight. Yeah, yeah, just make them drenched. It's a major home field advantage. Yeah, major. Yeah, the Browns suffered greatly from that. By the way, you know the story. What I I took Jenny to the game when years and years and years ago. My my cousin has tickets there on the fifty yard line. Uh-huh. Cordell Stewart, Bettis, whatever. We go down. Mm-hmm. We go to the stadium, we pregame. It's sunny and beautiful. Next thing you know, it is raining. I have <laughs> never sat through rain like this. <laughs> really? This was not rain. This was Noah built an ark for this. <laughs> I, have, I, I had inches of water up over my shoes. Really? And we got shut out 17 nothing. Wow. And I was drunk with Jenny and I was screaming at my own players. <laughs> yeah. It was unreal. <laughs> that was and a long time ago, Cordell Miami, Stewart. Absolutely, I want to say this. 
fuck Miami and the Dolphins. I hope they never win anything ever again. Because of that experience, or you just don't like Miami? Just because, you know, if they couldn't win Marino, they don't deserve to win. They screwed Marino over. They didn't put a defense around him. They never ran. And if that guy was a good quarterback, this guy, Tua, doesn't deserve to win a Super Bowl if, if Marino didn't win one. Yeah. Yeah, we shall see. Um, takeaways from the Jets, Chicago. This, this was funny because you gave me incorrect information before the game. But um, I used yes. it in the context. On Twitter, my son got on Twitter that, <laughs> that Trevor Simeon pulled his oblique during warm-ups, yeah. which I was laughing. I said, if you imagine being a quarterback in the NFL, you pull your oblique during warm-ups. That, that should say to you right there, retire. Like, <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. We were, we were almost at, at, uh, at Ann's place. Yes. And, and by the way, I had to take a piss. So I, I told Brad to pull the car over and I was also getting nervous about getting my picks in. Cause it was like 10, it was like quarter to one. Right. So you were up against it. Took a picks. I, I took a piss. I gathered myself. I took that information about the jets and I was like, and it was raining already. It was starting to rain. It was raining all day in New York. And yep. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take San Diego. Uh, sorry. I'm going to take the chargers out of the contest and put in the jets, but the jets. And I, that's what I did. And Smart. it was all it was all based on that incorrect information. Um, you know but I, I was looking at the Jets as, as a as a possible top five. I just I just don't entirely trust them. And I'm trying not to take, you know, any like bad teams and put them in the in these contests. I know, you always say um, that you hate to take bad teams, but the Jets have a winning record. I know, I know, but I just and they, you could argue they're better than the Chargers. Was, White was such an unknown coming into this game. And I, I just, I, I, he, they weren't going to make it into my top five, but that information just kind of like you pushed over. me over the edge and it was a hasty yeah. move and I kind of regretted it, but man, did that work out? Yeah. So I'll tell you, I was driving to Gerard's from my house and I had Dougie in the back seat, and he's on the phone. I go, go to want to make Here's my login information. Go to my league, recognize the skills, put a count ride jets money line. <laughs> and he goes, 51,000, you're risking to win 14,650. I go, good, do it. He goes, you're done, you're in. He, and turns Never. out, I watched the entire game with you and everyone on the couch. When they won, I'm like, bang, I won. I go yeah. into my account. He never, he doesn't know you have to do it twice. He didn't finalize he's never been, he's, he's never finalized it. Yeah. So he never put the bet in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's just my luck. I mean, that's the kind of day I had anyway. It just goes to show. By the way, it's a kind of year. I, these are the kind of years I've had since COVID. I've just been on. I've the, been on a downward, a downward spiral. That may be the first time um, that anyone's ever put their entire account balance on the line through a third party. On the Jets. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you trusted anyone, including your son, to like put all of your points on one. Well, he's game. super good on the computer. Like he's like a whiz, you know, but like, he, he had never been he's on. Not, he doesn't site. play. I want to make a bet. So he doesn't know. Because right, when you do it at DraftKings, you just push it in. It's in you know? Okay. Um, but whatever. I mean, I, it's typical of my day. I went up. I lost money to you. I lost money to Gerard. I lost. Then I lost the night game by half a point. Yeah. You know, it was that kind that, of thing. I don't know what you think about the Jets after that. Of course, you know, the Jet fans, you're so right. Like, I was coming home today oh. listening to Craig Carton. I mean, this yeah. guy, he's such a buffoon, by the way. Yeah. yeah. The way he talks, the tone of his voice, everything about him is such a, I know. Such a clown. 
it's it it it, it upsets me that he went to Syracuse. <laughs> and I I think I I even saw him. I think on e, I think he's got a show on ESPN also. Where a, a couple weeks ago or before the maybe Patriot, yet they might put him on yes. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But before the Patriot game, he was playing this game, uh, uh, some NFL game where they were asking like rapid fire questions, and he like he was making so much fun of the Jets. Like he completely sold them up the river. Like they were yeah. the worst team in the league and that they he had plays both sides of the fence. Yeah. He plays both sides with them. He like, he wants to be invited to games and in the suite. And then yeah. he talks nice about them. And then he bashes them, you know, also back today, today on the way home from work. Yeah. He was selling me on the fact that they're going to beat the Vikings this weekend. He was sure of it. Well, this is the thing. This is my takeaway from the Jets that I already knew. They have a very good defense. Yes. Uh, they had guys running the ball yesterday that I had no idea were on the team. I don't yeah. know who 27 is. He scored two touchdowns. Michael <laughs> Carter, the other guy, right? Robinson, didn't play. And obviously they lost the kid to a devastating knee injury, which I thought was be a big setback. Um, the touchdown to Garrett Wilson, who I think is a special player um, from Ohio State, the uh, safety fell the safety fell down was yeah. laying on the ground grabbing his foot yeah contact well. injury yeah, so yeah. you want to know how he was that open that's a the bears were missing half their defense and their starting quarterback so yeah. before we start saying how great the jets are because they beat a team that was barely an nfl team let's face it mm-hmm. and we're losing in the first half until the end of the half yeah. So I liked Mike White's performance. I think you got to give him a little credit, but I was not overly impressed based on the opponent. I, I know the, the the stats look great, but you know, the first few drives, the Jets defense didn't show up. Chicago was moving the ball with Trevor Simeon and no one you've ever heard of yeah. scoring touchdowns. So Minnesota's a different animal um, because they have real players. It'll be interesting to watch Sauce against Jefferson. You know, Cook is a great runner. He's underrated, I think, as a runner um, in the league. I think and I just a, where's uh, that game? Is that game in Minnesota? It's in Minnesota, and they're giving three. And I think that's like, I like Minnesota in that game. Me too, especially at that number. I I don't think that number will stay at three. I think it'll no. get, I think it'll move off of three. And if you're gonna bet no. Minnesota, like I think I would do it now. I think the Jets are overvalued valuing that performance. Yeah. And Chicago was not ready to play. I mean, they were, I mean, they put up a good fight in the first half with nobody, but second half, their defense was gone. I mean, they didn't, half their players were not on the field. Yeah. And I know Minnesota by the way, isn't great, but no, they're going to be better than the Bears who were out there in the rain yesterday. It'll be a much bigger challenge for the Jets and Mike White to go to Minnesota and win a game. Right. Um, let's move on to Denver, Carolina. Uh, God, so why do I way, keep doing switched, it? You switched your pick. You you were not on the Bears. You you initially were, but you switched to the Jets. But on this, I switched to the Jets. Yeah, I had Carolina. You had Denver. Correct. I can you? I mean, are you at one point going to just reach through this computer and smack me in the head for betting on Russell Wilson ever again? I don't know why you keep doing it. It's uh, he does the same. They they do the same thing every week. It's like their their offense is horrible. They can't get a first down. And, and that, my that problem touchdown at the end of the game was meaningless. They really uh, scored three points. Awful. Russell yeah. Wilson is having a nightmare season. He is the, I don't know if it's the coach, the system, him, 
players, the injuries, I get it. Everyone has injuries. He is horrific. He is worse him. than Zach Wilson. Yeah. They have to bench him. It's unbelievable how bad he is. Like, and and I don't know. I mean, did Elway sign them for all that money? Who the hell signed that guy? Yeah. Paid him all that money. The owners, the management, everybody. That you know, I he mean, it wasn't stinks, and they are a fucking unwatchable team. I think they have to give uh, Brett Ripien the ball next week. Just even, even just for I, one week to show him that they're willing to put him on the bench. That's Mark Ripien's son. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Is it really? The guy that was on the Redskins. Yeah, of course. Mark Rippin. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't got You gotten... know what? I think Dante Foreman's a really good player. I think that I think that Sam Darnold really played a lot better against – and then Denver's a good defense. I mean, yeah. he threw that pass – he threw that touchdown to DJ Moore across the field in front of Patrick Sertan Jr., which I did not know that Sam Darnold was capable of doing. I, mm-hmm. I mishandicapped that game. Because I said, oh, my God, Sam Darnold's playing? He sucks. Mm-hmm. He's worse than Wilson, especially against Denver's defense. And I got to say, Sam Darnold shoved that shit down my throat, man. He was pretty good yesterday. He was very he made good. some real NFL throws. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I almost think Carolina is better off with him than P.J. Walker and Baker. I don't know what they've been doing this whole time. How did well, he even he get benched? He was hurt. No, but he got benched. No, I don't think so. Not this year. He's he's been nursing an, yet another injury. Um, pretty One sure. One game and Denver stinks, but they are good on defense. And I cannot believe that Sertan got beat on that play the way he did. By I mean, DJ Moore is a good receiver, but the fact that Sam threw that ball really on a laser out in front of DJ Moore in front of Sertan for the touchdown off a broken play was impressive to me, man. I, I did not know he had it. And he had a really good throw um, down the sideline uh, for a big late completion deep. Yeah, you know, once again to DJ Moore? Or is that yeah. Ian? Um, I'm just wrong. I'm wrong about Sam and I'm wrong about Denver every week. I should and, never yeah. pick Denver again. And I'll guarantee this. The next week, whatever, whoever Denver plays this week, when I bet against Denver is the time they're going to cover. Yeah. Um, by the way, the uh, you know not to be overlooked, but they rushed for two hundred yards. Yeah, Dante Foreman is amazing. Yeah, and Hubbard had sixty-five. So Foreman had 13, 65. I mean, that's against Denver's defense. That's big time. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I just I'm just tuning into the Rangers. We're playing the Devils here. It's hockey fights cancer night. Two on one, Heedle. Devils Bang. are yeah. Boom, Panarin. Let's go. Devils are hot. Are they still on a win streak? Uh, the Devils had won 13 or 14 in a row. Then they lost, and then they won two in a row. Tonight they're at the Garden, and Panarin just scored the down the down one. Uh, Denver's catching eight from Baltimore in Baltimore this Sunday. Yikes. What an under. Holy cow. Wow, the under to- totals 38. First team um, to 11 wins. <laughs> Let's move to the next game. Jacksonville, Baltimore. Speaking of the Ravens. What a game that was, huh? That was great. I thought, I, yeah, it came down to the final possession again. I got to give, got to give credit to Trevor. Had it, he finally, yeah. finally put together a winning drive. And I like the, uh, I like the call going for, although it sucked because again, like, you know, when you're laying points, 
Yeah. You get into those situations at the end of games, all you want is overtime because there's a chance you can score a touchdown. And I think it happened to me three different situations yesterday where I was suddenly alive. Like I had, I had the chargers against Arizona. I was just trying to get to overtime so that I could win by a field goal. Um, in this game, Baltimore, like kind of blew the late lead. So I figured yeah. uh, you know, Jags came back. I was like, Oh, they tied a game. We go to, we go to overtime. I win by six. Okay. Yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. But man, got to give them credit. They had nothing to lose. You know what? I'm happy for Trevor Lawrence because I feel like he's been, you know, the kid, the kid, the thing about Trevor Lawrence, which is he doesn't miss games. Like he gets beaten up. He's tough. He's tough. Like he starts every week. He doesn't seem to ever really be hurt. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he takes a beating and he's made some really dumb decisions. I mean, he's a young player, but you remember like Aikman was one in 15 his first year. He took a beating, you know, and eventually he won three Super Bowls. I mean, but I'm not saying that's going to happen to Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence was like the best player in the country coming out of high school, right? His year is basically him and Justin Fields, one neck and neck. Somehow the Jets took Zach Wilson. I don't know how they took, I don't know how the Jets took Zach Wilson over Justin Fields, but I'm not a Jet fan, but that's, that's a discussion for another day. Uh, Who made that decision? I have no idea, but I think it's clearly a mistake so far but um it was nice to see uh trevor lawrence like in a two-minute drill down six like actually get it done at the nfl level and then complete the two-point conversion and that was something man that was a moment for him yeah Um, i think it's a a feeling i only took it with you just because we needed to make you know we're picking every game and uh there was kind of a feeling out there in the in the betting across the sports betting world that, that the Jags were the right side in that game. And they were, I, I didn't, I couldn't bring myself to do it, but they, they got there. Yeah. They, they've let me down a bunch of times Jaguars, but you know, that hook is the thing that got me. Mm. That half was enough to say to me, okay, they're at home. Baltimore blows leads late. They're not explosive offensively normally, you know? Yeah. And I think the Jags might do enough to, even if they lose by three, I think I'll be okay here. And it didn't play out like that. They were down six and needed a touchdown, not a field goal. And man, you got to give them credit for marching down that field. Zay Jones was amazing on that drive. The wide receiver they got that they signed uh, from Buffalo. He was amazing. Two nothing Rangers. Let's go. So they're at Detroit this week. Uh, Denver's at Baltimore. I don't know if you have a feeling that's a tough game. Detroit, Detroit, Jacksonville. It's a one point favorite Detroit. It's at Jacksonville. No, in Detroit. Wow. It's a skinny line. Yes. Wow. Um, Next game was Tampa in Cleveland. This This was great for me. Our team played so well. Good for you, man. You really. God, Brissett finally did it. Yeah, and I ban- I banked on the shitty offense of Tampa, which, you know, basically pr- proved to be the case yet again. Um, they did not have a good day running the ball, which was kind of what I was hoping for because I thought Rashad White was like, people have, had, have seen enough tape of him at this point that they kind of can make their adjustments and they weren't like playing for Lenny Fournette. And... Right. Uh, their offense continues to struggle. 
and their defense was good, but the Cleveland offense was better. You know, I, I don't understand. Stefanski called some good plays. He got Anthony Schwartz involved in the way that that he should be involved. Like he he doesn't that have little jet sweep thing they did to him where the reverse. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have great hands. He drops balls. So like giving him the jet sweep or just throwing him a screen uh, where he can just do everything after he gets the ball in his hands is exactly how you should use him. You know. I mean, I gotta say, I, first of all, I don't I don't really understand the why Tampa's struggling on offense. I feel like when you have Julio Jones, Godwin, and Mike Evans and a capable young tight end, I don't understand how you struggle. I don't get it. I mean, I know their offensive line is banged up and they lost their center. They have a lot of injuries on the, you know, they're missing a lot of starters on the offensive line. That's your answer, by the way. Pretty sure that's the answer. They, they, they're weak up front and they, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, Brady, he's not going anywhere. So if he doesn't have protection, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but did you guys get to him a lot? I, didn't, I mean, did you move him off the spot a lot? I didn't, I didn't see Garrett have a great game. I mean, I, he did. I didn't. He got he got key sacks in the fourth quarter, and yeah. um, it wasn't just him. That it was like Awusu Morakora had some big tackles. Um, what's his name? Not not uh, not Miles, but on the other defensive end, Clowney. Clowney had a sack, and especially in the fourth quarter when we needed to get a stop. And we needed to get a three and out when we were trailing. Well, you got. That, I kept. I don't too. know if you remember. I kept looking over at you, saying three and out, three and out, three and out. Yes. We did it like yes. Three times in a row, we had to kick the ball because their defense. We were just backed up and we couldn't do anything. And their defense played great, and we had to punt from like our own fifteen, our own twenty-five. Like we just had to keep. Yeah, punting. but Amari Cooper also dropped that first down, which was no. I know. Right. I'm there. just saying we had we we were punting late in the game. And each yeah. time we punted, we got them to go three and out. They could not get a first down. I don't, see, I don't get that. Like, what yeah. is Brady? I don't understand that. And it was because uh, he was getting sacked. He he. And he also, I think sacked. the weather it was it was wet and fucking Cleveland's a miserable fucking place to play. Let's face it, it's on the lake. It's windy and and wet. And Brady <laughs> doesn't want to play there. It's disgusting. The, the thing is, I I've been getting killed this year. I think I mentioned this on a couple of podcasts, but like last year. The trend plays were really, really good in the NFL. Like I led me to, I was like forty games over five hundred last year. Mm-hmm. This year, the trend plays have all been wrong. Yeah, like Brady seven and one all time against Cleveland. He never loses to Cleveland. What does he do? He loses to Cleveland. Yeah, you know, like all of these things have been not working. The Bears were five zero and one in their last six against the spread against the Jets. Granted, mm-hmm. they had no quarterback or whatever. Lost the game in miserable fashion. Like this, the I'm just saying. Even Green Bay last night, like on the trends, they tell you to bet Green Bay easily and the yeah. under, and it was Philly in the over. Like, so I guess past, you can rely on the past results to a certain extent, but a lot of times the players are just different. I guess it's not as easy as like some other sports that where you could just say, you know, this team struggles against this team. I also think um, yesterday was all for us, it was an emotional. Um, there was an emotional angle to it. It was like set passing the baton to, uh, yeah, it was the last game before Deshaun comes back. It was yeah. a home game. I think we lost four, four out of the five before that. We absolutely needed that win. And it was sort of like, it, it was, it was desperation time. And that catch by Ninjoku during the oh, end of regulation. One handed beauty was incredible. And that was fourth and goal from the 12 yard line. 
What a what a what a fucking gutsy performance by the Brownies. Um, Very good. And Chubb, I think Chubb had a big run in the uh, late in the game that helped me. He scored a late touchdown for fantasy, which really helped me. Oh yeah, he was great. He he ended up having. Um, he helped me in fantasy. He was a great one, old game. He had one sixteen. One sixteen yeah. and a touchdown. Yeah, that, that helped. But he did. You're right. And on that on that final drive, he had a 28 yard run. Yeah. Right. That was huge. And this week we play Houston. That'll get a lot of headlines. And uh, we're laying seven on the road. I love Houston. I'm saying it right now. What? Yeah. Houston's one nine and one. There's no way you can love them. Getting seven at home from the from the Cleveland Browns. We're laying a touchdown now. Dude, Sean Watson is coming back to play his old team that quit on him. And everyone accused him of shit that he believes he didn't do. He might literally throw seven touchdown passes. Houston is horrible. <laughs> you think that's what's going to happen? 56-3. <laughs> Browns. Oh, God. We'll see. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Seattle. I hope you get him out of town before he gets a massage. That's all I could say. After the game. <laughs> he's, got, he's got three appointments. Uh, let's go to the late card. Um, Seattle Raiders. That'll fuck both of us, but you know what? We should have seen it coming with the Raiders because they're they're a resurgent team off that off that Derek Carr press conference. They've yeah. won two in a row now. They have way too much talent to be this bad. Yeah. And man, did they fight? Man. Yeah. My takeaway from this game is that, you know, going into this season, I was so down on Seattle because of their defense. Th- their defense on paper was like they they're not going to get off the field. Correct. And they are starting to regress into that mode, into that mean. Well, they're showing their true colors. Yeah, because they were, I don't know if they were just totally overperforming, but the way they played yesterday, they couldn't stop. It was that. They couldn't get off. Nosebleed, as Douglas yeah. would say. They couldn't get off. And see, I, I mean, I know Oakland has a good, uh, Raiders, Vegas have a good, I say it every week. Yeah, Vegas Oakland. has a good offense, but not that good. You know what? It's interesting with them. Like, I'm I'm surprised sometimes by their ineptitude on offense with their talent, but they are missing two of their best players. You know, we talked about it. They're missing Waller, who's on IR, and Renfro is on IR. So they're playing without. You know, if you if you have let's figure you have five skilled players, right? You got your running back, you got your three wide receivers, and your tight end. They're missing forty percent of their offense. Yeah, actually, they're well, two things. First of all, they're ranked 10th, so they're top 10 offense in the league. Yeah, because they got Devontae Adams and they're always behind and they're throwing a lot, you know. And, and the other Josh thing, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is unbelievable. Yeah, he what he did yesterday, he he stepped it up another level yesterday. He basically looked like the best running back in the league yesterday. Had, I mean, he was he incredible. Had a game like that, uh, two weeks ago, he had a game like that where he, I think he had almost 200 yards rushing. He was, I think he did it yesterday. Right. Well, he had that eighty-yarder in overtime. But still, I mean, I want to see his yards. I mean, he ripped. Yeah. He's, so they're they're kind of. I kind of feel like they're a dangerous team down the stretch. What's their record? Four and seven, though, right? They're already out of it. They have they have, they can't do shit. Not really. We're four and seven. Yeah, but they're not winning out. And you know you what? Go ten, you can go four, ten and seven. Old. They're not going to go 10 and 7. Let's My God, see. Josh Jacobs had 229. Yeah, I mean, but they're not, listen, none of these teams are going to win out. Like they, the, the Raiders, 
are a disappointment. Let's just say it. Wow, they're playing the Chargers this week. That's a great game. They're catching two at home. That's a very exciting game. I think I like them. Uh, let's move on. Um, we've got a couple more left here. Chargers, Arizona. What do you, what do you how think? About how about how I got screwed in the Atlanta Washington game? What happened to me at the end? Oh yeah. We, that I did skip that one. Sorry about that. Why you want to, what, what was your, well, I had Atlanta, I had Atlanta plus three and a half. Me too. I they're, picked them. They're, they're in the entire game. And they suddenly they find themselves down six. They march the ball to the five-yard line. Oh, yeah, the tipped ball. Yeah. And Mariota can't get the ball over the defensive line. He looked like fucking Doug Flutie, a little midget. And the guy put his hand up and deflected it, and they got intercepted in the end zone. And that's how I lose. And we're getting three and a half. Yeah. So the problem with it was down six. Even though they had all three timeouts, they were not going to go for three. They were going for six. They needed the touchdown and the win. I know. And on second down, he threw a deflected pass interception. Now, this is what I'm saying. First of all, you shouldn't know this from when New England lost the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl against Seattle. You don't throw the fucking ball over the middle when you're inside the five-yard line. Too much shit goes on in there. You're either throwing a fade to the back cone or something to the front cone or you're running it. Yeah, I know. Stop throwing it over the middle when you're in that close. Uh, I know. That was awful. That that was the worst learned. possible scenario because they could have, with with how much time left there was, they could have gone for all four and not yeah. made it and still been in good shape. They have Cordell Patterson on their team. They could have handed it to him three times. Yeah. You don't think he's getting four yards in three plays? Come oh, on. That was brutal. Same thing as Marshawn Lynch. You hand the guy the ball three times in a row. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, yeah. They got a charm on their shoulder right now. Really? It really infuriates me sometimes, these coaches. I just, especially when they had all their timeouts left, there's no reason on second down where you couldn't run the ball mm-hmm. there. Why are you throwing it over the middle? You have a short quarterback. The guy just put his hand up the front, intercepted game over. Terrible. God damn it. So dumb. It's so, uh, um, and I Chargers. hate that guy, Arthur Smith. He's got that fat face and he squeezes it like this. Look, he puts his hand on his face and he grabs it like this. Arthur Smith? You mean blank? The owner? Arthur Smith is their coach. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And he's got that fat, chubby face. And he when, when he loses, he grabs his face with his hand and he squeezes <laughs> his cheeks. Like fuck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what did you think? Chargers, Arizona. I, I I it's funny. I was explaining to Brad what I thought was gonna happen in that game. I was like, and I even wrote it in the Sunday newsletter, which was yeah. They've been getting the the short end of the stick the last two weeks. Yeah. They've played yes. two of the best teams in the league. It's his turn to win a game by three. Yeah, Kyler. It's his. No, no. It's Oh, Justin. It's Herbert's turn to yeah. win a game by three. He lost the last two games by three. This week, he's going to win the game by three. And they were right there. They scored the tying touchdown, kicked the extra point, go to overtime, win the game by three in overtime or win by six. And they fucking go for two. That's what these new coaches do. That's what that guy does. And let me tell you something. Wow. If they didn't, if they didn't make that, that coach, do you, can you imagine how excoriated he would have been the next day? <laughs> oh, they would have ran him out of town. 
<laughs> well, the fans, I, do they even have any fans in LA? I mean, like, I, I don't know who their fans Good are. question. But. Probably not. And so far, if, listen, if SoFi stock keeps trading like this, they're not going to have a stadium for fucking <laughs> another $4. That piece of shit goes down every fucking day. <laughs> anyway, I was Anthony know, fucking Noto. I was uh, not su- not surprised Arizona lost. They 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 they're in a tailspin. I, I I called everything right about that game except the fucking cover and the score. And uh, that was just that was a bad to me. That's a bad beat. Yeah, it was tough the way it worked out because you think a normal coach would have kicked the extra point. You have the better team. You go to overtime. You have Herbert, you put your defense out there, you get a stop, you win the game, you know? Yeah. At worst, at worst, you walk out with a push. So uh, looking ahead for both these guys, Chargers, oh, we talked about that, that the Raiders, what, what's Arizona doing this week? Do they have a bye? No, they, no. they, I, they have, they finally have a bye. There's been a few oh, teams that have, haven't had a bye yet. That's crazy. So they're finally getting theirs. Okay. Let's move on. Um, to San, San Fran, New Orleans. Yeah. San Fran, New Orleans. This is my takeaway from that game. New Orleans defense played extraordinarily well, despite the fact that they had injuries. They showed a lot of heart. San Fran was coming off that high. I think the whole country bet San Fran, literally. And Alvin Kamara, single-handedly, with his gold fucking teeth, blew that fucking game. For everybody. You think it was you think it was him and not the San Francisco defense? Hundred percent. Catches a ball on the two yard line and fumbles. Hmm. Unacceptable. It's not even fourth down. It's not even well, third down. They caused the fumble. Doesn't matter. You got to well, catch the ball. You make an effort when you're being held up. You stop fighting. You hold the ball. Yeah. Oh, I didn't God, see that. It was, it, was, it, was, it was fumbled it was, twice. It was one of those where they they lift they. They stopped. They like stopped his progress and they then stopped it. him. And he was stopped, and he st- kept fighting like a dummy. And they came in and hit the ball out. Oh, they yeah. cost them the game. Wow! And the and cover. He, he actually fumbled twice. In the yeah, game. I know. I know. And San Francisco, um, San Francisco's offense looked pedestrian. Okay, after last week. Yeah. They were not. They were not great. Yep. The Saints played well. Jimmy G did not have a great game. Yeah. And and for the most part. The Saints did what they always do against San Francisco. They should have won the game. Mm-hmm. Like Dalton, the fact is, Alave didn't make that catch in the end zone. It was contested, but he could have caught it. And and Kamara easily could have scored on that or at least been down to the one-yard line with two yeah. more plays. And they could have won that game 14-13. Instead, yeah. they lose 13-0, um, which the guy in Megabucks, New York, I mean, he – get a hundred thousand unit bet on San Fran. Oh, really? Like he would have been wiped out straight up minus the nine. Yep. Wow. Cajun handicapper. Yep. Wow. It was amazingly big for him that Kamara fumbled that ball. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, I was on the saints and I know I was on the right side of that game and I still lost. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. We were listening, and we were dri- we were driving back into the city at that point. We were listening to all the games on the on the radio. Brad and Gerard in the car. It was yeah, so right. Hysterical what was going on in that car. The Can hot imagine. box. Gerard kept calling it a hot box. Brad driving. 
of what was being inhaled in the back seat. My God. Roll the window down. Yeah. Uh, Rams, KC. This was one that I thought I would backdoor. That's why I picked the Rams in the podcast plays. But um, You almost did. I know. I know. You know what? Their defense played pretty well. Yeah. I that's not just like you just said, I feel like I was on the right side of that game and didn't get it, you know. The only issue with that was the quarterback play wasn't great, although he did throw that nice touchdown to Jefferson. Yeah, they just I just didn't think they I never really felt like the Rams like could win the game at all. Like the, the yeah. entire Saints San Fran game. I felt like, wow, the Saints are one score away from winning this game. Like, they were yeah. in the game the whole time. The Rams, and I never the, Yeah, and think of the difference in the offenses and the quarterbacks. That oh, my God. Rams yes. were going up against versus the Saints, you know. Totally. That's And you pointed it out, what the, the San Francisco offense is, like, dysfunctional. Yeah, well, they just don't know how to get the ball to everybody sometimes. Right, but it's I, I hang that on Jimmy. I don't put that on Shanahan. I honestly think it's Jimmy. You think he's making he's thrown to the wrong people or he's not re- getting the right reads? Yeah, I think it's his reads. In fact, I saw a really insightful tweet um, from a you know like one of these NFL insiders who knows the game of football like right. <laughs> like like you know what I mean like a former player yeah. coach and right. he basically you know he basically illustrated that Jimmy took a check down. When uh, when one of the guys I forget who was absolutely wide open deep, and he was he was just like this is the reason why Jimmy is not the long term solution for the 49ers because he did not make this throw, which is like a throw that any sort of elite quarterback would make if it was open, and he he instead of instead of making that throw he checked it down, and uh, and like I I just feel like you know after seeing that that that. that and I don't know the game as well as these guys do who point things out like that, but I kind of feel like that happens a lot. These checkdowns where someone someone may have been open deep. Well, you're not seeing them. Yeah. They're not seeing the guy. They're not seeing the guy down the field. So they just oh, let me get the checkdown. It's a safe play. Yeah. Let me live to fight another play. But, you know, I kind of I'm somewhat okay with that, like from a quarterback sometimes because you know there's so many times where you'll see an inexperienced quarterback force a ball to the number one read, even if he's double covered or he doesn't see the safety coming over and he throws it deep because he has one-on-one and it's intercepted. Whereas if he just would have checked it down and taken three yards, of they could have had another play and they keep the drive going. So of course, Jimmy, of course. Jimmy G is not a rookie. So I kind of get what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's not. It should be better. Yeah. I think be about Mahomes, Josh Allen, Right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, these guys, they'll throw, they'll let it rip down the field if the guy's open. Red Favre. Right? So Listen, they're gunslingers. Listen, you know, certain guys go for the throat and they want to go deep a lot. But you have to be careful doing that in the NFL because the safeties will dupe you into thinking that they're slopped off in coverage on the other side or they're, and then all of a sudden you're throwing into double coverage and oh, that's bad in the NFL. No, I know. You're done. You can't do it. That's another, that's another read. I, I almost think that's like another level of maturity or understanding, but like when guys are open and you're not seeing them, that's yeah. a problem. Um, that takes us to the night card last night, which, uh, holy overs. Oh my God. Fucking over was in at the half. 
I can't believe what Jalen Hurts did. He's my quarterback in fantasy. He is, I mean, he's how many points did he have yesterday? He had a ton. And in the NV, he had 39 for me. He's in the MVP um, discussion again with Mahomes. I mean, I think it's without a doubt the two of them. It's the two of them. I I really wished that, um, yeah, I know it was a it was a tough tough weekend for Ohio State and Ohio State fans, but yeah, CJ Stroud did not run the ball once in the Michigan game, and I really hope that he was watching that game last night because yeah. every time Jalen Hurts didn't have something, he was gone. Yeah, and he was gone for fucking He's twenty thirty talent. yards at a clip. And like that, by the way, and that play was there for Ohio State all day on Saturday. They they didn't they did not believe he was going to run, and he didn't run. And I I I was like, you know, that was a flashback for me. But hurts. I don't know. I I it's funny because I had this argument because I had Ohio State. My my family was over, and they were up from Philly, and I was I was basically saying, well, hurts just likes to run. And they were like, oh, that's not true. But I do, I'm still, I'm still torn on whether or not he's thinking run first or not. They they were saying, oh, no, he only runs if he doesn't have it. Well, but he I, runs a lot I don't of entirely believe that. It's a run pass option a lot of plays. So he has to read the defensive end. So yeah. it's all in the read. He, yeah. You know, it's, it's like running an option. So yeah. if that guy comes down and he can get outside of him, he's going to run. He also has the tight end coming out in the flat he can throw to. So yeah. it's like they always give him multiple options. The thing is, you got to give Harry Roseman a lot of credit for drafting him. I mean, people laughed at Philly for drafting him, the quarterback. Yeah. Laughed. They yeah. were bashing him. No, I don't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Look at him now, three years later. And listen, I had I had Philly last year in Tampa. And I and I was getting, I think, 12 and a half. And they were getting killed. And I bet them getting 25 and get and he Jalen Hurts was awful. In that game, mm-hmm. it might have been the worst game he's ever played in his life. I've never seen a more inaccurate quarterback in a playoff game in my life. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at the tape. He must have learned from that because he is a different person, completely different person. Do you think their their defense? I mean, I see that I see here they're ranked sixth, but I that just feels no. Their defense is not good. You can score on their defense all day long. That's the problem with Philly. They're not good on defense. You know, what's interesting is that they're ranked two against the pass and 24th against the rush. I mean, those they're, they're going to slip this week, their defense. They got lit up yesterday. Aaron Rodgers looked great until he got hurt. I know. And then the kid came in and looked really good on the last two drives. Uh-huh. Jordan Love, he looked great. If Philly, I think Philly's in trouble. Like, you know, they lost that that first round pick from Georgia was dominating in the middle. They signed Sue and they signed like, you know, Joseph or whatever. But those guys are old. They can't do what uh, what this kid was doing. And Slay got abused the other night, two games ago. He got embarrassed against Washington by McLaurin. So yeah. I don't know where you're getting those stats, but they're not right. That's DVOA. They're not right. They need to be updated. Well, there's no way Philly's that good on defense. Not anymore. They may have been ranked number one before that. They let up a shit ton of points last night, and they're lucky. They were lucky to win that fucking game. And they, I think that's what happened. Like they dropped from, from, they were ranked like second or third, and now they're sixth. 
You know what happened in that game? The thing that you hated last week. Oh, I know. They went for the field goal, and you're getting six and a half. You know, it's so funny. I I went to sleep last night. I was so I was so exhausted. I was falling asleep. I was like, I'm not. I'm not. I know what's gonna happen. I know yeah. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be the beneficiary of what fucked me the week before. You and you were. I know. You go up by ten. The other team comes down, and with no time left on the clock, they they tell themselves, "Oh, let's just kick the field goal." That's right. Cut it to seven, and then maybe right. we'll get the onside and, kick. And, and they know they're not going to get the onside kick. No one ever right. does. It, all it's that an exercise is, of futility. All that is is a way to end the game. Yeah, I guess. But you're, mathematically, you're playing it the right way. I explained it to you last week. It's the right play, and I got screwed with it last night. I had I had the six and a half. I wasn't happy about it. I'm going to tell you why it's the wrong play. I thought about it today. You have to score twice, right? You need a field goal and a touchdown. Correct. So it's, it's cowardly. This is my thesis. It's cowardly to kick the field goal. And the reason why is because if you're, let's say, let's say you're on the 30 yard line and it's fourth and 10. It's better to go for it, to try to score a touchdown because you need the touchdown anyway. And so if you get that, then you got to go in and you got to get that touchdown. And then if you score, then you get the onside kick. And here's, here's the reason why. And you have less field to go before you have to score again. Yeah, and but they're that field goal. They don't need the field. They're throwing. They're throwing a hail mary. As long as they get the ball on the fifty yard line, they're fine. But that's my point. You don't need to throw a hail mary. You hail need to mary. get one first. You need to get complete one pass and then kick the game winning field goal. Right, but you also have to convert a fourth and ten. If you don't, the game's over. True. You can't but extend such, the game. It's such long odds to do both anyway that you've got to get do the harder thing to end and the game. Have, when you Show have a some good fucking kicker, balls. When you have a good kicker, you want to make it a one-score game. That's what the way they think. If you have and a bad kicker or a backup kicker, I totally understand what you're saying. Or if it's a 50-yard field goal. But if you're inside there, 45 yards and in, and you have fourth and long, and this, and you still have timeouts left, and you're, you know, like like they had three timeouts left. Like so, if they didn't get the onside kick, the game still wasn't over. Mm-hmm. They could have held them. Problem with Green Bay is they can't stop the run. They let up a first down in two plays. The game was over. Yeah. So Look, when you're laying, when you're getting seven, seven and a half, eight, nine, like uh, that's you're so happy when that happens. And I, I've been on both. I've been on both sides. It's gold. Six, and, six and, and a half. Disaster. Yeah, kill yourself. Disaster. <laughs> that was me. So what do you think about tonight? Um, real. Quick. You know, it's my team. It's very hard to handicap. But I, I will say this. I, I, I don't. I know, I know Pittsburgh's defense has been a little bit better with TJ Watt, and I know people are questioning the Colts, even though they've played they played Philly really well at home. Like, and Saturday's been good. Like, I don't know why the line's so short. I don't, I, I don't get it. Like, why is it only two and a half? But I, I mean, like. Um, I think I told you this. This is my. So I went two and two so far in the in my top five. Right. I had Dallas. I had. Uh, that was a loser. I had the Chargers. That was a loser. And I had the Jets winner. And who was my yep. other winner yesterday? Detroit. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah. So I so I'm two and two going into tonight with one game left. And I have Pittsburgh because and my my whole analysis is that um that Pittsburgh is going to outcoach the Colts in this game. That's the first thing. Is that yeah. they're just like they have so much pedigree to play in a game like this and win it versus uh versus the Colts 
that's the first thing. And the, um, you know, I think the, 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 the Cleveland, I mean, sorry, Pittsburgh's worst sort of piece is the defensive secondary. Right. And the Colts have the worst 32nd in the league passing offense. They're terrible. And so their Achilles heel, their Achilles heels match up. Yes. And so I, I figure, I mean, the, the, the pass rush is unreal. Right. And so what we're going to see is TJ Watt and Matty Ice and Crumple all night long. <laughs> so I think you're going to you're going to get to him. But what about Jonathan Taylor? Well, you're and you're going to stop the run because you're good at your again, your front four you're is actually good. pretty good at stopping the run. Yeah, you're very good against the run. I mean, you're 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 top of the league. I don't know how you're know, not. Like but, top five, have, but, but Kenny Pickett is I mean, is he ready to win a primetime game on the road? I mean. Well, I think again, this comes down to coaching. Like, I think I think Tomlin will manage a game plan that he can execute and not try to have him do you know too much. Right. Um, I just want to see something right here with. Because uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm looking think, at the. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think Pickett's uh, ranked very highly in far as quarterbacks. I mean, I, I don't think he's done much in the league that he would be. But I mean, he's a rookie. But yeah, you're ranked seventh, by the way. You're ranked seventh against the run. Yeah, I know. We can stop the run because yeah. I mean, we we have Miles Jack. He makes twelve tackles a game. He's and we have Minka who comes up and hits people. So the Steelers have players to stop the run. Our corners are weak. We can rush the passer. Um, the Colts have not a great offensive line, but Jonathan Taylor, man, he gets into the second level. He's a scary, dude. Um, but like, and guess you said, what? You asked about you asked about Pickett. He's ranked twenty sixth according to DVOA. Yeah. Guess who's ranked twenty ninth? Zach, oh, Matt Ryan? Yes. Yeah, right. I know. I hate Matt Ryan. You know that. I've been screaming about him for months. Yeah. But listen, I... <laughs> and I like that. And I you're, getting, you're getting points. I have you. I have the Steelers in a Wong teaser with New England, which is a winner, plus uh, eight and a half. Right. You know how I love the Wong teaser. I'm a big believer in the Wong teaser. Mm-hmm. I think the math makes a lot of sense. I think it wins at a 75% clip in the bets that I've made. Mm-hmm. And the Wong teaser. Saying, yeah, I love. Quick, love quick sidetrack. So Gerard finally got into his into his Caesar's account um, after seven months of trying last <laughs> night on the way home, and he started firing in same game same game parlays and like you know like hit all these gimmicks that the sports books offer you. You know, like just like these little promotions at the yeah uh, four hundred and fifty dollar odds boost. And he, yeah, he did was, he like, hit him? Stringing shit together, and he he was hitting him. Jesus! And he had Philly for hundred. He was like, he, he's like, oh boy, I just found a. So happy to be out of L.A. with the Caesars. Caesars doesn't work in California. I know, I know. Fucking guy Gary Newsom, what a loser! <laughs> Fucking bum. Well, I wish you guys luck. Uh, it was a li- little bit longer pod than normal, but we had a lot to recap. And it's we did so fun up- though, man. We just get it. We, you know, we get carried away sometimes. I know. It's great, but we didn't. Hey, we didn't get the pod in on uh, this weekend just because of all the holiday stuff. But we'll be back on track this week. We'll do our preview show on Friday. And yeah, good luck uh, tonight. I, I think I, I want. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Steelers to win the game. I mean, if we win, we're four and seven. We're not in it, but at least we can play some interesting games. You know, down play yeah. spoiler on a couple games. You know, you go three and eight, you're like, what's the fucking point? You know, it's like you may as well just stop playing. But four and seven in our division, which isn't great. Yeah. 
No, I think you'll, I think you guys will, you'll, I I have no doubt you're going to show up. I have no doubt you're going to play hard. Yeah. um, I don't know if we're going to be good enough. You know, I just, I just don't know if Pickett can make the throws. It's a big night for him. Very big night for Pickett to see if he can actually get the ball to Pickens, Fryermuth, and work Najee in and not turn it over, throw the ball away when you're supposed to. It's okay sometimes take a sack and punt. Like, don't be Zach Wilson. Again, I, I believe that you guys, from a coaching standpoint, will manage a game plan that he can execute and that won't be overly complicated. You and like the I, under? I, I expect you to run a lot. I do like the under. Yeah, it's 39 and a half. A lot. It's, it's, uh, I it's think low. it's being pretty heavily bet. Yeah. Um, anyway, bud, good luck. And uh, we'll talk thanks, later buddy. this week. And uh, let's let's recover from the weekend. And, um, you know, wish, wishing the Steelers good luck tonight. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Have fun. Good luck with your bet. All right, buddy. You too. Take care. See you, pal. Bye-bye.